Coming up on today's federal newscast, a House subcommittee looks to give federal employees another pay bump. The Defense Department may take steps to depoliticize the military. And we get a look at the Census Bureau's IT framework before the 2020 count. These stories and more in today's federal newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. A 3.1% pay raise for civilian employees is under consideration in the House Appropriations, Financial Services, and General Government Subcommittee. The subcommittee included a pay raise in its 2020 spending bill. The 3.1% raise is a departure from the president's proposed pay freeze. The appropriations bill also prohibits funding for the Trump administration's proposed OPM merger with the General Services Administration. The House subcommittee will mark up the appropriations bill later today. Another dispute for the Federal Service Impasses Panel. This time it's weighing in on 12 articles in the Social Security Administration's contract with the American Federation of Government Employees. The FSIP decision cuts office space for union representatives. It also cuts official time to a bank of 50,000 hours for the bargaining unit. The panel also removed the ability of the union to grieve removals, suspensions, and pay cuts. House Oversight and Reform Committee Chairman Elijah Cummings is doubling down on his request to speak with Interior Department officials about changes to its Freedom of Information Act policy. The change allows political appointees at the agency to review and comment on FOIA requests that pertain to them. Cummings requested interviews with four Interior officials back in March, but instead the agency offered a briefing and access to documents that Cummings did not request. Cummings said he expects Interior to respond to his latest letter by today. The White House's National Science and Technology Council is asking the public how the government should prepare for advances in quantum computing. The council has asked for input on how the U.S. can recruit and retain top quantum computing talent and how best to work with industry and academia. The council will use those comments to help craft a 10-year strategy mandated under the National Quantum Initiative Act. The comment period closes July 29th. The Office of Personnel Management wants to hear from program managers about the skills and competencies they think are needed to do the job. OPM will survey program managers over the next two weeks. Feedback will inform the administration's efforts to comply with the Program Management Improvement Accountability Act. The law charges OPM with establishing or updating the job series for program managers, developing a career path for program managers, and writing new regulations. The Pentagon is considering revising its policies for military support of events involving federal VIPs. Defense officials say the goal would be to reduce ambiguities in what service members should and should not do for events with a political tinge to them. The issue came to a head last month when White House officials asked the Navy to keep the USS John McCain out of President Trump's view during a trip to Japan. Vice Admiral Ross Myers is the new deputy commander at U.S. Cyber Command. The position has been vacant since Lieutenant General Vincent Stewart retired earlier this year. Myers started at Cybercom in 2017 as the director of plans and policy. He then moved to chief of staff in 2018. Myers will serve under Cybercom leader General Paul Nakasone. The Defense Department recognizes installations that are not falling apart. More now from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. DOD brass have been requesting more money to fix crumbling facilities throughout the world. But five locations received the Commander-in-Chief Award for Installation Excellence. This year's winners span the globe, the Army's Fort Stewart, Georgia Garrison and Airfield, the Navy Base in San Diego, 
the Marine Air Combat Center in 29 Palms, California, a Defense Logistics Agency Center in New Cumberland, Pennsylvania, and Ramstein Air Base, Germany. I'm Tom Temin. Black and Hispanic service members face more criminal investigations and are brought to trial more often than their white counterparts, according to a Government Accountability Office report. The report states black service members are more likely to have action taken against them in an average year. GAO recommends the Defense Department identify the causes of the disparities and address them. And GAO gives the Census Bureau feedback on its IT readiness for the upcoming population count. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has details. GAO says Census identified 360 active risks to the 2020 count as part of its risk management plan. According to Census, the highest risk areas are systems engineering and integration and IT infrastructure. GAO found Census had contingency plans for 70% of its risks, but the Bureau didn't identify clear trigger events for when to roll out those plans. The 2020 census marks the first time where users can respond online or over the phone. I'm Jory Heckman. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on iTunes or Podcast One. Follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Music.